Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. 25 degrees and cloudy outside at 510 on this Friday, January 19th, 2024. It's time for Do I Have a Case with attorney Keith Figured of the Figured Law Group. Keith, thanks for joining us this week. My pleasure, Rob. I'm enjoying this beautiful weather. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, you got into, to, to, to hopefully didn't get caught up in too much today. It wasn't too bad. No, not too bad. Actually, I had to do a little traveling today. The roads weren't too bad. All right, that's good to hear. All right, let's start off with our first question. As a parent who has had both a 504 plan and IEP for my child through the school, what recourse do I have if the school continually doesn't live up to or violates the accommodations stipulated even after I've brought the deficiencies to their attention? I don't want to cause issues with my district, and I'm afraid of retaliation, but I just want them to provide the necessary support. All right, so this is a very complex question. Um, and for the listeners who don't know what an IEP is, it's basically an individualized education program. Um, there's two criteria for it. It's actually for both disabled or gifted students. Um, the criteria is that the student must meet one of 13 disability categories in order to qualify and that the student must need special education. That is that the child requires specifically the designed instruction to receive educational benefits. Um, now, of course, it, it, in this particular question, it looks like they already approached the teachers and they aren't um, either responding or uh, taking any type of corrective actions that are of concern to the parent. Um, the first thing I wanna provide, because this is such a complex issue in terms of uh, providing parents help, is there is a Bureau of Special Education which has uh, established a consult line. It's a toll-free number. Uh, that number is 1-800-879-2301. And basically they can call that line if you have questions concerning your child's special education program or the laws relating to the provisions of services in your child's IEP. Um, now, some of, and I'm going to be leaving out because there's an extreme amount of content and I could probably stay on this call for the next four hours to literally go through it, but, but there are certain procedures. One is a mediation. Um, a mediation is a free voluntary confidential procedure designed to help parents and school officials resolve uh, the dispute. Um, you may discuss mediation with your school administrator or you may call the Office for Dispute Resolution and that number is 1-800-222-3353. Both the Procedural Safeguards Notice and the Office for Dispute Resolution website, uh, which is odr-pa.org, contain a form for that purpose. Um, basically, they would provide a, a form, and in that form, they would need to provide the name and address of the child, the name of the school, the child attends, a description of the problem, and a proposed uh, solution to that problem. Now, if that fails, then they can all ultimately go to a court process, and of course, at that point, it's involving an attorney, and it's probably going to be much more expensive. Um, but again, this is a complex issue. Um, you would want to reach out to those uh, helplines if you weren't able to resolve it. 
Uh, you may want to just reach out to an attorney for consultation purposes, um, but um, pretty much reach out to those lines, and I think that they would be able to help direct them uh, in the right direction. Lots of great information there. And like you said, it is a complex situation. And just from the question, it seems like they just want to solve the issue, not necessarily sue their uh, school district. So great, great numbers to provide so they can just maybe get that ball rolling and getting that done. Uh, next question is, uh, I, I was arrested for some misdemeanors and summary offenses when I was in my adult teens and early 20s. Nothing major, underage drinking, disorderly conduct, and theft under $100. Now that I'm in my 50s, I recently applied for a job where this came up in their background investigation. I still got the job, but is there a way to have these records from over 30 years ago removed? All right, so again, this is another comp complicated question because I think a lot of people uh, mistake uh, between having uh, a felony or misdemeanor removed from the record as opposed to expunged or a record being sealed. Um, if you do have uh, an, an issue with a prior record, again, it would be best to consult with an attorney that's specialized in this, but generally speaking, um, the only way to actually remove a felony or misdemeanor conviction from your record in Pennsylvania is by receiving a pardon from the governor. And of course, that's very difficult. Um, these convictions cannot be expunged by a court unless you are over 70 years old and meet other conditions. Um, you should uh, uh, consider applying for a pardon if there is a concern. However, the process is long. I mean, it can take as long as three or four years uh, before there's a ruling. Uh, there may be interviews, uh, but, but the actual removing of the record is very difficult. Now, expungement, which is a little bit different, um, summary expungement in PA, this petition erases a summary conviction, and this is going to be more on point, I believe, what this individual is discussing in terms of the charges that they sustain. So the petition erases a summary conviction for someone's record. Uh, I believe the House bill was 1543 that created the right to expunge a single summary offense when five years have elapsed since the date of conviction, when there is no criminal prosecutions for the following five years. So you have to obviously stay out of trouble after that time for that period. Um, it basically deals with young people that have been arrested with retail theft, harassment, disorderly conduct, public drunkenness. Those would be the types of claims that would be uh, eligible after five years. Um, I'm not going to explain all these, but uh, another one uh, is if it is a juvenile, there's different petitions that you can file for juvenile record expungement. There's what's called ARD or accelerated rehabilitation disposition. Those are usually involved with driving under the influence uh, case where the uh, record becomes expunged after you complete uh, successfully complete the program. Um, and then uh, there are other limited expungement and record sealing uh, NPA that can be pursued. And then most recently, uh, new legislation was filed in 2022 to expand uh, clean slate, which the new clean slate bill would allow drug felony convictions to be sealed automatically after 10 years without a conviction and some property related felony convictions to be sealed by petition after 10 years without conviction. And what that means without conviction is you didn't have any other convictions since that time. Um, but again, it is a complex process to know where and if you fall within um, any of those specific remedies. And if you did want to pursue it, you should reach out to somebody that handles that and they would best be able to tell you as far as the time frame, your likelihood of prevailing and what you would be looking at and potential cost. All right. Thank you, Keith. And for our final question today, 
I was visiting a friend who lives in a local HOA. I would imagine that's a homeowners association and had another motorist hit their, uh, their car in a lot. I called police for a report, and they informed me that since the accident happened on private property, they would not respond to provide a report. I'm confused because my sister had a fender bender in a Target parking lot in the same county, which is also private property, and the police completed a report. My insurance company keeps asking me for a report that I don't have. All right. So in this instance, and it's a little uncertain in terms of the question whether the individual that hit the vehicle was still there or they were known. Um, what somebody should do immediately after they become aware uh, that their car has been hit is the first is you do not want to leave the scene or move your car. Um, the second is you want to locate the person who hit your car and exchange information if possible. You want to take photos and contact the authorities, which it appears they did in this case. Um, and then you want to contact your insurer and file a claim if necessary. Now, the thing in this instance is if the individual did hit the car and leave, that's actually a crime. So there, I'd be surprised that the police wouldn't take a report in that circumstance, not to mention when you have a hit and run, it's likely going to fall back under your insurance. And a lot of times under your policy, if you fail to file a report for a hit and run or what they call a phantom vehicle, your insurance can preclude coverage. Now, in the event that, um, you, uh, in the event that the police do not feel it's necessary to file a report, um, there's a couple of things that you can do, and I want to just uh, give me a second. I'll get to that section because I want to. There's a lot of this that doesn't apply to the specific question, but you can go on and actually file a report here. I want to see. So. In terms of filing a report, a crash report, you need to gather detailed information at the accident scene. So again, you would need the name, address, and phone numbers of all drivers involved, the driver's license number, again, this is if you can get it, their insurance information, the names and contact information for any pedestrian or other passengers involved in the accident, the names and contact information of any potential witnesses, uh, the license plate of other vehicles involved, the make and model and style of the cars, along with um, any other practical information. Of course, you want to take pictures and everything else that you would need to preserve. Now, if the police are unwilling to file a, a report, you can actually download and complete what's called, it's a, a form AA-600. Now, you're supposed to do that within five days of the accident, and then you would have to send that form to the Pennsylvania Department of Transportation Bureau of Highway Safety and Traffic Engineering. Um, the specific address is P.O. Box 2047, Harrisburg, PA 17105-2047. So if the police fail to file a report for whatever reason and you want to file your own report with the department, you would want to download that for form and then file that uh, yourself. And that would pretty much be the only way to file a report if the police refuse to do do so. And I have seen recently that if there is no damage to the vehicle and nobody is injured, a lot of times the police will not uh, file a report. However, there are certain circumstances in which they are required, and that is um, if there is um, uh, property damage or if somebody is injured, um, then usually the police are required to, to file a report. Great information. If anyone has questions as we move forward, for Keith Figured, you can email me at robert.odonnell at odyssey.com. That's R-O-B-E-R-T dot O-D-O-N-N-E-L-L at odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y dot com. And Keith, if any of the listeners want to reach out to you to consult with you on something privately, how can they do that? 
they can contact me at 570-954-9299. That is my direct dial. I can be reached uh, by email at keith at figuredlaw.com and through my website at figuredlaw.com. And all of my consultations are free, so there's never a charge for any consultation. Well, I appreciate your time. Uh, the questions keeping you on your toes and keeping you busy here this week. Oh, hopefully they become <laughs> a little more straightforward, but it's good that they're in-depth and they want to find out some uh, some information that's affecting them personally. That's what no, you're I'm here glad. for, right? <laughs> exactly. That's, I just hope the information provided helps them out. So they can ask me any question they want. All right, Keith, I appreciate it. And, again, you can email me at robert.odonnell at odyssey.com so we can get the questions for next week or the weeks coming up for Keith Figured. Keith, thanks for joining us this week. My pleasure, Rob. Always appreciate it. Have a great weekend. You too. Thank you. It's uh, 522 here at WILK. Uh, Nikki's coming in, getting your most recent and up-to-date traffic. Hopefully it's the same as earlier. No? It's surprisingly (laughs) decent out there. Now, there is a report of an accident on 115 in Long Pond, but that's minor. Minor accident on 380 southbound as well. Um... Right near Mount Pocono, like right near the split again. So that might be a little bit of an issue, but I don't see anything slowing up too much. No problems on 81 from the New York border to Hazleton. Just use caution because black ice is a serious serious threat this evening, as well as slippery conditions uh, throughout the area, back roads, side roads, and main roads. This Pentella data internet traffic update has been brought to you by Krispy Kreme in Clark Summit and Scranton. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Nikki, did you see Macy's is laying off 2,350 employees and closing five stores? But everything's fine. Everything's fine. Sports Illustrated just laid off everybody, and they don't think they're going to put out another issue of it. Did you see that? Or a lot of, I think, major people, they think that there's not going to be another issue. They think they're done. Sports Illustrated, Sports Illustrated, yes. So you have that. Walmart only closed two stores, though, so life is good, right? 2,300 employees for Macy's and five stores. But everything's good. Economy's the best it's ever been. Well, I've never seen... Oh, never mind. I have. Yeah. I lived in the 80s when it wasn't too bad. The 80s? It wasn't bad then, though. It's not... I think it went downhill severely sometime in 1990... Like, it started to go down. Don't you think? When do you think it started really getting bad? When all the hair bands cut their hair. (laughs) We'll just go with that, right? I mean, no, but... I mean, and nothing as bad as we've seen in the past four years. No. 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 Nope. It's just, I understand what you're saying. All right. I, uh, don't, uh, don't ask me what I'm talking about. I've been up too long. It's snowing yeah. out. And it's Friday. It's Friday, and I need to go home. I didn't really have Soon. a... I ate one of Jeff Walker's protein bars. I'm not even sure what's in that. I'm going to Cooper's to get crab legs. I, my friends are going. Are they going to be there? They're going to be there, but they're probably going to leave by the time you get there. Oh, and okay. I didn't have a chance to meet them. So I'm, is tonight the last night for that? Yes. Figures. <sighs> All right, maybe another time. All right. I'll do something, I promise. Thanks, Nikki. You're welcome. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, mostly cloudy, cold, and turning windy, low 12. Tomorrow, cloudy and windy with frigid wind chill, high 18. Saturday night, breezy and frigid, low 14. Sunday, a.m. clouds, breezy and cold with afternoon sunshine, high 28. Monday, mix of sun and clouds, high 36. And then it goes up from there. Look at it, maybe 50s by the end of next week. Currently 25 degrees and cloudy here at 525 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 25 degrees and cloudy outside at 
529 already. Wow, day's chipping on. Uh, I said earlier, and I'll say it again. Listen, uh, after the show today, I'm going to be at Cooper's Seafood in Scranton for their Detective Kyle Gilmartin fundraiser of their crab legs. 20 bucks and $10 goes to uh, the Kyle Gilmartin fundraising where they've done a tremendous job. Um, just the past two days, not including today, just Wednesday and Thursday, they served 1,173 meals, raising $11,730. I'm hoping today's even better, and they get past that. Uh, there's no doubt I, I believe they're going to surpass that $20,000 mark, uh, hopefully even better. But I'll be there probably uh, sometime between 6.30 and 7. If you're going to be there, um, come and say hello. Be there with my wife. We're getting our crab legs on. Hopefully see some of Scranton's finest there as well so I could say hello, shake their hand, and, and thank them on the job they did, uh, not only with that day but the investigation uh, afterwards. It's been just tremendous. So I hope to see you guys there at Cooper's Seafood in uh, Scranton, downtown Scranton. It uh, looks like that the House Republicans have the votes to impeach Secretary of Homeland Security Mayorkas. And that's coming from uh, the chairman of, the, of that committee, Green, Mark Green, who I did interview when I was at CPAC last year. Um, it's just the negligence is unbelievable. And I understand he takes marching orders from his, bo his boss, Joe Biden. And th this willful neglect at our border, and that's exactly what it is, willful negligence, because no laws have changed. They're policies to enforce existing laws has changed. Their canceling and executive orders have created what this is here now. And where we flooded our nation with asylum seekers, where they know darn well that 80% do not qualify for asylum and will not qualify for asylum, but they flooded a system to where it's going to take anywhere from five to seven years to sort through all these asylum cases. And then what if they find them? And that not including the gotaways, which are well over a million, and even if 1% of that have nefarious intents, which they truly believe they did because we've caught more people on a terror watch list in this past year than we have in the 10 years prior. And they not seem to care until something happens. And then when it happens, they'll shrug their shoulders. They're more concerned about funding for Ukraine than they are about our own security, our own border. And the fact that they won't do one without the other, the fact that they need to tie them together, should tell you everything about the intent of how serious they're taking protecting you and your families here. It's 532 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 25 degrees and cloudy outside at 537. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. Well, I mentioned it a little earlier, but House Republicans have voted to avert the shutdown for now. For today, um, now that shutdown is averted to at least March, and we've done another continuing resolution. There is a group of more conservative Republicans in the House that are not happy with that that being done, but you also have to realize that with a Democrat-controlled Senate. 
and a Democrat in the White House. There's only so much you can do. So that committee was one of the good things, and that was passed with bipartisan support. But the can was pushed down the road, make no mistake about it. And what we need to hold them to, and again, you should call your congressperson. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's a Democrat or Republican. You should call them and say, okay, you passed a continuing resolution that's good to, I believe, the first week of March. So Monday, you're going to start working on a budget, right? So Monday, you're going to start working on fully funding the government and not another continuing resolution. And how many hours are you going to work each day until that gets done? Those are the two questions you want to ask. You want to ask them there. So they're starting Monday on working on funding the government permanently, not via continuing resolution. And you're going to do how many hours each day until that's done? Those are the two questions. And call them every day, each day, with that same question. Email them as well. What is it going to take? A minute out of your day? Take the time and do it. It's the only way they're going to realize that their feet are being kept to the fire. Not that they really care. I mean, be honest. Neither side cares about us here. Neither side cares about what we do at home. Neither side cares about our day-to-day lives. If they were, they'd be serious about solving this problem, not waiting till the day or two days before and passing a continuing resolution to kick the can down the road. And they kick the can down the road again. And they kick the can down the road again. So hold them accountable. Something small. It's what we can do. If you happen to go to their office, if you're by their office, do it then. And do it as well. It's just the way that needs to be. Let me tell you uh, about BudgetBlinds.com. Tom and Rick, uh, I couldn't be more happy with their customer service when they came. And uh, like I said, brought out binders. Uh, you You hear the cliche, happy wife, happy life. You bring out binders of blind colors, percentages of, uh, of, of transparency, of UV protection, and, and everything like that. And by binders, I mean five or six whole books of these different things. Uh, took measurements, expert measurements. And again, I'm a do-it-yourselfer, but watching them with their laser technology and what they do to make sure everything's correct and the different shows. And listen, I'm a do-it-yourself type guy. I do 98% of the things myself I've done uh, in my house I've done myself. I've put blinds up before. I've done things like that. Where I'm missing out in the selection that they brought was just astounding. I was like, I I didn't even know 90% of this existed. And uh, now I got... These UV shades coming in, they're going to be automatic. It's going to be great. Go to budgetblinds.com. Tom and Rick will get in touch with you. Believe me, you will not be disappointed. It's uh, 541 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. And thanks, Rob. This Pentella Data Internet Traffic Update. We have some slowing traffic on the Morgan Highway in South Abington Township. We also have some heavy traffic heading up the Hill Route 6 and 11 in Clark Summit. 307 between Scranton and um, 
Springbrook, pretty slow go as well. Uh, just use caution while you're out there. There are reports of, you know, icy areas, slippery areas because of the conditions from today. Uh, 81 appears to be problem-free. 476, the PA Turnpike, no problems. 80, 84, uh, looking pretty good, but be careful as you head on out there on this Friday evening. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone. WILK traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, mostly cloudy, cold, and turning windy, low 12. So be careful out there. Like Nikki said, it's icy out there. It is mid January in Northeast Pennsylvania. Uh, tomorrow, cloudy and windy with frigid wind chill, high 18. Saturday night, breezy with frigid low, breezy and frigid low 14. Sunday, the a.m. clouds, breezy and cold with afternoon sunshine, a high of 28. Things start getting better. Monday, mix of sun and clouds, high 36. Supposed to get in the 40s as we move through the weekend, and we might even see 50 towards the end of the week. It's currently 25 degrees and cloudy here at 542, your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 25 degrees and cloudy at 546. Let's go to the phone. We have L from Wayne County on fundraisers for Officer Gil Martin. L, how are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? Good. I'll be better when I'm, I'm eating some crab legs at uh, Cooper's. <laughs> well, they just had it on TV. They showed uh, and they interviewed uh, a girl. A girl did an interview of, of what's going on there. Not, not, not only are the quag, <laughs> crab legs a deal, they have, when you walk in, I guess they have this great big water bottle, you know, one of those that you put in a cooler. Yep. So they have that for cash donations, and they're also doing a basket raffle, they said. And then they did uh, a Franken-Friday keg cap on TV. They showed how they did it. It was pretty cool. So, it, you know, you're going to have a lot, of, a lot of choices of things to do once you get there, too. But just <laughs> be very careful when you're going home because it's only around – they say it's 25 in Wilkesbury, so – Scranton is only 20 minutes away, so that's not going to be too much warmer or, you know, it's still going to be cold. So you worry about the ice. And I that's why I love the temperature gauge in a car because I follow that. And I usually, because some of them are accurate, some aren't, but I always figure I add three onto whatever that says or subtract three onto whatever it says. So I know approximately what type. What, what the temperature is outside, you know? Yeah. And if it's close to freezing, I really watch. I'm more cautious when it's close to freezing. So everybody has to remember, ice is ice. and It is. Four-wheel drive doesn't ice. help. Four-wheel drive no, gets you, you started. It doesn't help you stop. <laughs> but studded tires help you. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, Elle. Well, thanks for filling me in on what else they have Thank there. You. I'm looking forward Thank to it. You. Thanks, Elle. Okay, well, have a good night. Bye-bye. You too. Thank you. So, Jake, what's going on this week at football? Uh, we have some things going on this weekend. We had some things going on last weekend. Yeah. You did not get your wish of Tomlin being fired. Yeah, I, know, I understand. for another couple of years. <laughs> did they offer another couple of years? Well, Art Rooney said that they will, in fact, be giving him an extension, which surprises nobody. So, cheers to at least three more years of mediocrity. There you go. So, there is one of Pittsburgh's biggest rivals that made an excellent, excellent move. It was just a little before 4 o'clock Eastern time. It was reported that the Las Vegas Raiders 
that they will name Antonio Pierce as their permanent head coach. And I am absolutely thrilled for that. As I've talked about on the show for the past two months or so, Antonio Pierce, he was a part of the New York Giants when they won Super Bowl 42. He's from Compton. And no one has really embraced the Raider way and the Raider culture quite like he has. He took over on Halloween when they fired Josh McDaniels. And you immediately, that first game against the Giants, you just saw an immediate change in the culture and the locker room. And you saw those guys that couldn't stand Josh. They're smoking cigars. They're dancing in the locker room. That just showed how, how much they love Antonio Pierce and how badly they wanted him to get this job. Now, as far as the this weekend of the playoffs, so two games Saturday, two games Sunday, tomorrow, 4.30, ABC and ESPN, Houston Texans at the Baltimore Ravens. It's definitely been quite the Cinderella story, I guess you could say, for Houston this year. C.J. Stroud, second overall pick in the draft. D'Amico Ryans, their new head coach. Incredible win against Cleveland last Saturday, 45-14. They have to go to Baltimore. And as we know, you know, Baltimore, the number one seed in the AFC, anything could happen. Obviously, John Harbaugh arrested his guys two weeks ago. But at the moment, I'm definitely leaning towards Baltimore. And then... Saturday night, 8.15 on Fox, we have the San Francisco 49ers hosting the Green Bay Packers. I don't really know if anyone saw that coming this past Sunday when Green Bay demolished the Dallas Cowboys 48-32. to And that's another interesting thing, too. Mike McCarthy getting one more year with the Dallas Cowboys. I talked to Josh Manley about it. He said that, you know, you don't want to break up that nucleus, he and Dak Prescott, and no doubt 2024 is definitely going to be a prove-it year for Mike McCarthy in Dallas. So as I was saying, the 49ers, the Packers, this has always been one of the more underrated rivalries in the NFL. And as we talked about, the rest factor, you know, you had it with Baltimore, you had it with San Francisco, but Christian McCaffrey had a full day of practice on Wednesday. And obviously he's the workhorse, he's the MVP of that team. So I'm definitely leaning with the 49ers. Sunday, three o'clock, NBC. The Detroit Lions hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We could all agree Detroit is the ultimate Cinderella story this year. Sunday night, that was their first playoff win in 32 years. 32 years, and you could you could just, even watching it on TV, you could just feel the electricity there at Ford Field in, in Detroit. And Tampa Bay, obviously, they, they knocked the crap out of Philadelphia this past Monday night. Ultimately, I'm... They broke, they broke one streak, talking about Detroit, 32 years without a playoff win. Well, I think they're going to break another streak on Sunday, 32 years since their last NFC championship appearance. And then 6.30, CBS. They definitely saved the best for last, the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. As I've talked about all week, Buffalo could do all of America a favor. <laughs> all of America a favor cancel Taylor Swift <laughs> here's the thing though so when you look at when you look at Buffalo and Kansas City and you look at that quarterback rivalry with Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes you can make the argument that could be the next great rivalry that we have in the NFL quarterback wise it seems like when they meet in the regular season Josh Allen has the upper hand when they meet in the playoffs Patrick Mahomes seems to have the upper hand I feel like Buffalo, obviously, Buffalo clearly is the better team this year. This has been some somewhat of a down year for Kansas City to their standards. I want to lean towards Buffalo, but 
the the cynic in me, you know that the NFL is going to try everything they they can. We we know we know the calls that Patrick Mahomes gets. I know he didn't get one against Buffalo back in December, but obviously that that's the one thing that keeps me a little skeptical from from picking Buffalo. I mean, well, the oh, other other yeah. rules violations when his helmet broke and mm-hmm. they gave him special treatment that still dumbfounds people. He's the new Tom Brady. Yeah. I guess that's all you could say. He's the one that gets all the calls now. And I, the other the other big story. So last week, when Pittsburgh came to town, originally the game was supposed to be Sunday at one o'clock, and Buffalo got close to three feet of snow, so they postponed the game to Monday at four thirty. Well, Buffalo Bills. They're offering for their fans 20 bucks an hour to shovel the stadium out once again. <laughs> so that's, that's one interesting thing. And then, of course, the other, th- the other hot rumor is Sunday night, if Kansas City loses, could this potentially be Andy Reid's final game? There has been some talk that he potentially could be retiring after, the, after their season is over. So ultimately, as I was saying, those are my predictions tomorrow. Baltimore over Houston, San Francisco over Green Bay. Then on Sunday, I've got Detroit over Tampa and Buffalo over Kansas City. I I just feel like the the team, it just hasn't lived up to the standard that they have the past five years. This is Patrick Mahomes' first ever road playoff game. I mean, who knows? We probably could be in for an instant classic, but I have to go with Buffalo. And the day that you had me on talking about what's going to happen next with Bill Belichick. What was the team that I said I could see Bill Belichick going to? The Atlanta Falcons. Mm -hmm. Well, it just so happens he's got a second interview with the Atlanta Falcons, and more than likely that's looking like the the destination for Bill Belichick at this moment. Other than that, we had Mike Vrabel, who I wanted to be the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. (laughs) Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel had an interview with the Los Angeles Chargers yesterday. Jim Harbaugh already interviewed with them. And I believe this weekend Mike Vrabel is also going to meet with the Atlanta Falcons and the Seattle Seahawks. So that's the latest that's going on in the NFL. And at the moment, I'm still sticking with my Super Bowl prediction, San Francisco 49ers over the Baltimore Ravens. That's going to be a show if it happens. Uh, quick question. With, with the NFL's decision to put one of the playoff games on Peacock, what was the ratings for that? Did it, did it bomb for them? Was 23, it okay? 23 million people watched it. 23 million people watched it. As far as I know, I believe that was the, the lowest rated game, obviously, because not everybody has Peacock. Yeah. And to no surprise, the Dallas Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers, that had nearly 40 million people tune in. So almost half of what the network station, which is Mm -hmm. a good thing because they should not be putting games where half of America can't get them. Yeah, and unless you live in the Miami or Kansas City market, then you're pretty much able, you were able to watch on your local NBC. And the the one good thing I saw before we wrap it up is uh, the Kelsey. Not the the Kelsey with the the, the, the Tay-Tay Kelsey. The likable Kelsey. The the Kelsey from here in (laughs) in Philadelphia. Uh, he, he signed a jersey and brought it to his fast food McDonald's yeah. drive through woman that he goes to every day when he's home and practice. He stops by. He dropped off after he retired a signed jersey for her, and uh, it was just a great thing, something he didn't have to do. He obviously interacts with her. She knows who he is. He yeah. stops by a McDonald's very regularly. Same woman there each and every day, signed a jersey and gave it to her. It was great, great, great way to walk off the field. Probably my favorite eagle of all time, I'm not going to lie. 
Yeah, yeah, it's great. Again, thanks for your clairvoyant Thank you. insight, <laughs> and look forward for more from Jake in the control room on his NFL predictions. It's 5.56 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Well, that's it for the Rob O'Donnell Show today on this Friday, January 19th, 2024. Uh, somebody said, damn, Jake, you just summed up everything in a nutshell. You are the best <laughs> ESPN. Here you come. I say that each and every day. Uh, if you're going to be out at Cooper's tonight, I will see you there. I should be there in about 20 minutes to a half hour. My wife's already on her way there. Um, support your local police. God bless. Be safe. And we'll do this again on Monday. See you then.